0: Hey everyone, so thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I wanna hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the Tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hello, Ask the Tarot Maniacs. It is I, the biggest Ask the Tarot Maniac of all. I am coming to you live from Leeds in the UK (laughs) where it is two o'clock in the morning and I'm eating like super weird British snacks, which if you've been to England, like, you know, there's really like, they have like chips that taste like roast chicken and they really do. I don't eat chicken anymore. So this is really great. Um, Ariel, thank you. I am in vogue right now online, not in the magazine. You guys, I am not in the September issue yet. But um, my book did get reviewed and I got a little interview online. It's very exciting. Still though, for real, still though. It's like definitely a dream come true. Um, So hey, you guys, here we are. It's Thursday night. It's time for Live Tarot. You can raise your hand. I will call on you and... Another way that you can do it, um, I won't get to it tonight, but if you feel kind of shy, you can always find me on Instagram at Michelle Teaz, T-E-A-Z, and you can send me your question there and I will get to it. Thanks for the congrats, Emily. It's a very it's very fun to have a book come out, you guys. Very, very fun. Um, so to, tonight, because it's the first Thursday of the month, we're doing a special thing where uh, the write-in questions are all going to be from folks who belong to your magic Patreon. So if you belong to the Patreon, and it's a pretty low amount, too, that you can sign on to, you get sort of priority on the first Thursday of the month. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go back and forth between you know these questions that came in my inbox and you guys here. Here live in person. Thank you so much for being here. Hello to the newcomers. I see that there's new folks. Um, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, Yes, press the request button if you want me to call on you, and I will try to get to as many of you as I can. Okay, let me start with this person who came in uh, into my inbox, okay? Here we go. Um, My husband and I have been looking to move to Texas for a few years, but we are stuck. I got a full-time remote job I can take with me anywhere, but he's been struggling to find something either remote or full-time in Texas that pays enough. Meanwhile, literally a dozen of my friends and old coworkers have moved to Texas in the past 6 months. Y'all, what's going on in Texas? Why is everyone moving to Texas? Okay. I'm trying to be patient, but it's frustrating and hard to see what I want materialize for so many others while I sit here waiting. That must be very hard. Or You can just think that maybe they're getting there to like set up community that you can just pop into later. But anyway, okay, let me keep going. Should I give up on this move and try to be happy where I am? Or should I be patient and hold on to this hope? Okay, let me see. So when I was on a train today, going through the English countryside, you guys, um, I fully answered these questions. I was like totally doing tarot on the train. I love doing tarot while I'm traveling, like on a plane, on a train, there's something about these like liminal spaces where you're between places that feel really dreamy to me. So I love doing that. Okay. So I picked three cards with my Toth deck. The first one, should I give up on the move? Okay. So the first card that comes is the moon card. And I'm like, ugh. I don't know. It doesn't, it looks like that might make you feel kind of sad and lost, right? Then the next card is the fool. And I'm like, huh, check her out though. She can sort of embrace it. Like maybe there's a way that she can sort of restart um, her energies for the place that she's living and just sort of recommit. And then the final card though, eight of cups, indolence, mercury and Pisces. And it's like, no, it's not gonna work. You can't just sort of like bright side it or just be like, I'm gonna be happy where I am and like force that, like that's not gonna work. So, you know, you should not give up on the move. So then the second question, should I be patient and hold on? Okay, so you know, she's in this holding pattern. She's waiting for her husband to get the right kind of job to get them to Texas. So what does it look like if she keeps doing that? I picked the six of wands, victory. Okay, that's nice, right? That's a great wands card. Then the Ten of Wands, oppression. Ugh, oh, I don't like that. And then the Seven of Wands, valor. Oh, I really don't like that, you guys. So. This to me tells a story of like again. I feel like I feel like our heroine here in this story is a very optimistic person, and she's got a lot of gumption. And I can see her just like that victory card, just being like, "Okay, we're gonna do this. You know, I'm just gonna like stick it out." But then the oppression card comes in, and that is totally like when you're sticking something out that you shouldn't be sticking out, and you're over it. That's that card. And then the valor card is like kind of no better. The valor card is about. You know the seven of Wands, and it's sort of like, yeah, you'll win the battle, but you're gonna get a little banged up it's it's not I don't love it with this combination, so you know, after this, I just decided to pick cards to answer the question that I was wondering, which is, what happens if you just fucking go to Texas like you know what I mean like here you're, you're you're looking for a job wherever you are, you could be looking for a job in Texas. What's the diff? I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of reasons why not, but I wanted to know what the tarot thought. So I said, hey, Tarot, you know, what if they just go to fucking Texas? The very first card that comes up is the Prince of Cups. And I intuitively felt like that's your husband. Like he's not going to like that idea. That doesn't feel good to him. It's also making me wonder. I'm just throwing this out here. Okay. Quarant, heroine of our story. Is your husband super committed to Texas? Is there something energetically holding him back? I don't know. There's just something about that Prince of Cups. He's, he's indecisive. He's too intense. He's angsty. Like, what's going on with your husband? I just want to make sure he's not energetically kind of, you know, blocking this plan for you guys, okay? Anyway, if you just ignore his vibes either way, (laughs) the next card you have is the sun. This is what I want to see. I want to see the sun. I want to see like big bright lights, right? And then the next card is the princess of wands. And that is you, the heroine of our story. Again, just validating that you've got some sort of plucky can-do energy where like you would definitely give it your all just to give up on the plan. You'd likewise definitely give it your all to just be patient. But why don't you just give it your all? And get the fuck out of Dodge and go to Texas where you want to be for some strange reason. No offense, Texans. Austin is amazing as is other places. I'm just, you know, I mean, so much of our country is like a trash fire right now. So not to single out Texas by any means. All right. Anyways, um, go to Texas, live your life, have a blast. Um, oh my God. I'm just like looking down at the chat right now and I just see praline lattes are my favorite. Like, what? <laughs> It's like fall has has fallen. Is that what's happening, you guys, in the chat? It's September 1st. So now we're all allowed to, like, put our skeleton decorations out on our lawn and, like, eat pralines. Emily, you're from Texas. Do you love it? Tell me about it. Tell me about Texas. Um, I don't want to be a hater. I've had incredible times, actually, um, in, uh, in Austin, Texas. Okay. We're into the Burr months. Yes, we are. Okay, let me see who's here. Let me see who's got their hands up here oh my god Emily I'm gonna call on you just because I dissed your town Emily how can I help you I'm sorry I badmouth Texas am I can you hear me
1: oh yeah I can totally hear you I can totally hear <laughs> okay you. Great. it's totally okay that you trash Texas
0: <laughs> I mean I think people know what I'm talking about but I also know that like you know states are filled with excellent people who are like trying really hard to like make things good so all the love to, to all those people everywhere <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Some of
1: us, some of us are trying.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. How can the tarot help you tonight?
1: Um, so I've been feeling very busy. I have a lot of things going on, a lot of really good things. Um right now I'm currently mm-hmm. planning my wedding and my honeymoon for next year. Yay! Oh um, but I Congrats. thank you so much. <laughs> but I'm also I've been really drawn to tarot and like witchy things lately. And I just want to throw like all of my money and energy (laughs) into buying crystals and like all the things. Um, So I and I'm also an artist and I've also been feeling really drawn to make more art and to actually start selling my art, which I've never done before. Um, So I've got like these three things going on all at once. And I feel like pulled in three different directions. And I just got really overwhelmed trying to do all three of them. So I wanted to ask the tarot, like, is there one thing I should be focusing on right now? Or none of them? Should I just kind of be like, relax, (laughs) take a chill pill?
0: Okay, let's see. Um, First thing I'm going to do is pull on your wedding and your honeymoon. I mean, obviously, a wedding isn't going to plan itself, right? So I'm sure you know it's not an option to let go of those tasks. But maybe a way to turn them turn them down a little bit, or be a little more chill about them, I suppose. Do you think that makes sense?
1: Yeah, exactly. We we right. just booked the venue, and it's pretty inclusive. So like a lot of it's done. It's a lot of like fine details we haven't done, uh, which is the overwhelming part, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Right, let's see. Okay. So I'm picking through cards on that. And then I'm just like picking cards on like, you know, what does it look like for you? So I'm just looking at the question I'm asking is like, what does it look like for you to keep putting all that energy there? Right. Um, so if we get bad cards, it means hold back. And if you get great cards, it means, you know, keep going. It'll it, the energy will feed you. So let me see, what does it look like right now for you to kind of keep going, you know, super, strongly towards the crystals and the tarot. And I'm sure that is making you feel so good. Let's see what it, that looks like. And then what does it look like for you to put more energy into making art? What does that look like?
1: Okay. All
0: right. Man, I just have to say, you are definitely like a little worn at the seams right now from, from the cards that I'm seeing. Like it. Re- like there's definitely every... Every um, poll has, like, a little bit of stressful cards in it, which is making me think that, like, yeah, maybe you do just need to, like, step back and, like, chill out. Like, can you just take a bath until your wedding? Can you just sit in a bathtub between now and your honeymoon? <laughs> um, you know. But- the cards for, like, what does it look like for you to go, keep going kind of hard um, on wedding planning and honeymooning, you know, your center card is Knight of Wands. So that's a tremendous amount of energy. So, I, you know, it probably is really inspiring. And even though you just booked your, you, like you said, you just booked your spot and it's all inclusive, there probably is, feels like there's still lots to do. But the cards surrounding the Knight of Wands is the seven of Wands. Um, of disks and the 5 of of wands and they're both rough cards like the 7 of disks it's called failure but what it really is about is that if there's a pause because it's an earth, it's an earth card, right? The discs is earth and discs, you know, earth wants to grow. So we really want to see movement in the earth, in the earth cards for them to be positive. So with a se- the seven, there's a pause. And in that pause, it doesn't even mean anything bad is coming. It just means all this fear rises up. So it's really a fear of failure. So it's almost like there's a sense that like, if you're not constantly like tinkering with your wedding, then like you have to sit in your anxiety about it or something. Or like, does that make sense? It's a sort of what, like,
1: yeah, I'm okay. just nodding my head because I'm like, yeah, yeah, she yeah, gets yeah, it. You
0: have to keep like like doing things with like feeding it or watering it. But you, there really isn't anything more for you to do. And it does look like with the five of wands, it's a strife card. It's like, yeah, I would, I would back off the wedding, okay? And now this is very interesting with the... Um, the cards, the tarot cards and the crystals, the very first card here is adjustment. It's a major arcana, it's a Libra. And you know, when you were telling me that you just want to like spend all your money on it, like my thought was like, Oh, you, maybe you just need to balance it or just to tweak it a little bit. So when the, when the adjustment card came out, I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. You just maybe need to like, I don't know, pull back a little bit or like register at a crystal store for your wedding. And <laughs> yeah. that. Um, But then the next, you got these other cards, (laughs) the 10 of swords, which is, you know, the 10 of swords is a rough card and then the death card. So this is really interesting. And I'm like, what is it about um, you being very drawn to this right now that makes this path like such a, uh, like, it's a very intense one for you right now. And, you know, the death card isn't terrible. Neither is the adjustment card. The ruin card, though, is sort of like a red light to me. So, you know, it it looks like there's a lot of what I would say is that there's probably a huge transformation waiting for you here in this realm, but it just might not be the best time for it. Does that make sense? (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, when it was the full moon, I was feeling really emotional, and I, I asked my tarot deck like, what do I need to release? What kind of energy? And I pulled the ten of swords.
0: <gasps> okay, that's that's super interesting. <laughs> I mean, is there some sort of like uh, past trauma that you feel like you're still kind of holding on to the ending of, or it, or is there something that's not even necessarily a past trauma, but something that is sort of continuously stressful that it's time to really look at? Yeah.
1: yeah wow this became a whole different reading like right no right the
0: tarot tells you what like it wants you to hear not <laughs> it this happens a lot um okay i mean it looks like the tarot can help you through that and crystals in like following this path of you know this sort of spiritual um witchy path can really help you towards that and with the death card to let go of whatever this thing is is going to be hugely transformative for you um but it's, it's, just, it's just sort of like, do you want to do that right now leading up to your marriage? Maybe you do, you know? Maybe, maybe this is a message to like, yeah, like purge yourself of all this shit before you get married and start this new chapter. Or maybe it's just sort of like, you know, now is a time to chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That, that seems like a directive after we've talked about it a little bit, right? It kind of seems like, yeah, you know, but it, it might not be, mm-hmm. gosh, it might not be the path. Sometimes people think that like uh, like a witchy path is just is sort of like peaceful <laughs> and like
1: and but a lot of times yeah. it's really rough right because like we have to yeah. Shit, so. I live in Texas, so it's oh not easy. It's, it's not an not easy path.
0: Oh my God, Emily, it's not easy. And guess what? Your art practice isn't easy right now either. I'm really sorry to tell you. Um, I, like, <laughs> you know, I just want to tell you the final card in this draw is the Prince of Wands. And he is an artist. I mean, he's Leo. He has so much to express. But for some reason, there's a block right now. Um, and, you know, maybe it's connected to whatever that block is that mm-hmm. came up in the tarot pull and that the tarot told you that whatever is being represented by the Ten of Swords. It could be that, you know, your your artistic sort of energy is being a little blocked because you have the eight of swords in this, in this weed. Um, and it's like, you know, that that's there's some sort of like energetic interference happening. Um, there's also interestingly the Four of Cups, which is called luxury. And I wonder if like it has something, I wonder if this is a problem about you taking your art seriously. Like, do you believe that it's like just a luxury or that like other people get to be artists, but not you? Um, and is that a sort of like mental track that plays in your head and stunts you a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) this yeah. This is really deep. Um, I feel like, oh my gosh. Well, Hmm. All right. So this isn't telling us yes or no, right? This is just telling us that this is what the path looks like, right? So, you know, sometimes I just want the tarot to be like, do this, don't do that. But sometimes it's like, actually, let's unpack (laughs) the question. And I feel like this is really one of those. So, okay, yes, use the tarot, (laughs) use the crystals, go down that path, but know that, you know, it's really existing for you to purge this whatever it is that you need to purge so that it offers you a sort of a rebirth, you know? And, you know, you have the adjustment card there. So it's sort of like, it's okay to take it a little bit at a time. It's okay to, to you know, try to retain your balance while you're going through a process that might be really rough. Um, and then for art maybe do some like oh god i feel like such a dope telling people to journal but i'm like how can you sort of purge you know your your feelings um about like who gets to be an artist and who doesn't and you know get out of your own way so that you can just let your creativity out um i would really just try to like maybe even try to create something and every time those voices rise up like expect them and invite them, you know, into the process with you and try to work it out. I don't know, but it, it seems like if you want to make art, you're going to have to get through that weird gate that's there. And you're going to have to kind of knock that gate down, but I think you can do it. I mean, I feel like the, you know, the Prince of Wands card can do anything really.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah, oh my God. therapy is like, don't sense. gatekeep yourself.
0: Oh, it's so true. We all do that. Don't, I mean, maybe not all of us, but I feel like, yeah you know we we do do that. Oh my god, Christina is also dropping wisdom. She's like wisdom is witchcraft, is self-work, can't manifest it if you have self-doubt. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have self-doubt a lot and I still do witchcraft, but I feel like, you know, if it if it helps you to get, you know, to to break through really deep stuff. I I feel like witchcraft is so helpful with that kind of stuff. It's 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 really it's really such a gift in that way. Um it makes me think of the writer Um, oh gosh, I'm sorry. It's two o'clock in the morning in the UK. And there's, um, There's there's a a a witch who's a wonderful writer who said this thing once about how like you know she works with a lot of like really ritzy ladies in Beverly Hills and they think it's very trendy to be like a shaman and they all want to be a shaman and she's like do you understand what you have to go through to be a shaman it's like it's like you're gonna die it's like really hard personal upheaval that gives us these gifts so you know not that it's gonna be like that for you Emily but I do think that there's a little bit of that like wow this is a beautiful path for you but you're gonna have to walk. little bit on like a a bed of nails for a minute to get to the other side with it
1: okay yeah, I was trying to convince myself that I was like out of it, like, oh, I've released it and I've, <laughs> I've come out the other side,
0: well, but I bet you, did. Um, you know, I don't think it takes away any healing it, that you have done or any, you know, anything that, that you've done to make your life better or to let go of things. I think, I think a lot of this stuff is, can be lifelong, you know, and it just, we change our relationship to it and there's always like new levels of healing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, Emily! Good luck with everything, especially your wedding. Okay. Honestly, I think that it's like a, a, don't forget that there is another like angle on this whole reading, which is like you can just put all this stuff on pause and just chill out and enjoy your wedding and deal with it all afterwards. I really believe you can do that. So if that's your choice, that's a fine choice too.
1: Okay, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Sure. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Wow. There's like the questions you ask the tarot and then the tarot is like, "Mm, I know you just want a yes or no, but actually (laughs) we're going to get really deep and tell you a bunch of stuff you're not ready to hear. It does it all the time. Okay. Here's another question that came in from a Patreon And it is another wedding question. Here we go. My partner and I are struggling to make wedding plans. We have been together for almost eight years. Two of those years, we have been engaged and we want it to feel right. A mixture of COVID and all the analysis paralysis. I love that. I didn't know about analysis paralysis, but I get it. Um, The analysis paralysis have really stunted our progress though. I would love to elope or just get married at the court. Before we may not have that option. Ooh, reality check. And then just have a party. I don't like all the attention. But they are still interested in the idea of a conventional wedding. There is also the concern about family invites. We are a queer interracial couple and are both concerned about the backlash from our sweet parents about not inviting our problematic family members. Oh, I'm feeling all all these struggles. Um, My Latino guilt runs deep, although therapy has helped. We also have very specific tastes, both Taurus sun. Oh my God, you guys, when I read that, both Taurus sun, you know, I got married in March and my husband was a groomzilla because he's a Taurus. Like, yes, very specific tastes. Like I co-signed that a million. Okay, Um, we want to experience our very specific tastes without outside influences or opinions. What would be better to focus on? A conventional wedding in our hometown with our large crazy families, that's a, B, a small elopement in another country, Ireland, New Zealand, maybe? That sounds dreamy. Or the old courthouse and take time planning the party. Okay, um, I picked cards on all of these options. So on the conventional wedding, in the hometown with the Wild family, the very first card that comes up, five of discs, wary. It's like, oh, God, there's like so much anxiety around just like, you know, I think of the five of, of discs a lot as like earthquake. It's like an earthquake, right? It's like the ground is shaky. Um So, yeah. It's a shaky ground with your problematic family. there we go. Then the ten of discs, wealth. I'm like, okay, so there's also good stuff to it. I mean, it's very scary, but then you know, the ten of the ten of pentacles, you know, in the Rider weight is like happy family, intergenerational gathering. So maybe you know the wary won't pan out so much. Maybe you'll save some money doing it this way. But then the last card, five of cups, disappointment. I don't like that. you know it's like it's like the wary becomes real. You know, worry is a sort of, you know, an apprehension, it's a fear, but then that a disappointment is real. So, do not like a disappointment card for a wedding, okay? N- let's see. And then the small elopement in another country. Okay, the first card that came up for that is the 10 of swords, ruin. All right. You know, we know the 10 of swords. We just were talking about the 10 of swords. This is another complicated read though, okay? So, we get the 10 of swords Okay, the thing about the Ten of Swords, it's like the worst has happened, right? It's like the thing that you've already been struggling with, dealing with, or not dealing with. You know, finally, it came to a head, the pimple popped, the worst has happened. So that's interesting. In a sense, the uh, running away and get in a loping, you know, as far as like, you know, our our querent here has already talked about her Latino guilt. And it's like, yeah, it's like you've done the worst thing, right? You've run away and you've gotten married in Ireland. (laughs) But guess what? Your next card is the star. Okay. It's the star. It's your true desire. That's the true desire. That's the big dream is a small elopement in another country. And I was like, oh, wow. Right. The 10 of swords is like the feeling that you have just Betray You've betrayed someone. You've did a terrible thing. You've stabbed your mom in the back. You haven't, but it feels like that. The star, though, is like, oh, will it be worth it? I would say it's worth metaphorically stabbing your mom in the back to go get married in New Zealand, okay? The final card in this pull is the Princess of Swords. So, again, Princess of Swords in the Toth deck. She is like a firebrand. She is just going into the temple and she's like, yo, the temple is so corrupt. I'm tearing the temple down. She's not asking to talk to the manager. She's not like, hey, can we reform the temple? She's like, fuck this temple. Goodbye, temple. So that's sort of the spirit almost that you have to go into this small elopement in another country. You're just like, you know something? I see everyone's opinion about my wedding and I'm trashing it all. I'm throwing it all in the garbage. I never asked for any of y'all's opinion. This is my wedding. Y'all had your weddings and I am the star card and I'm getting married in Ireland. Okay. So listen, I'm like, this is really nice. Um, I did pick three cards on what does it look like to have a courthouse party? And it it would be fine for you to do that. Definitely better than the conventional wedding in the hometown. The courthouse and the party. You got the two of discs. So it's the change card. It is fun. It's like you would have a good time. It's it's uh it's you know, Jupiter and Capricorn. So Capricorn resonates with your Taurus, your Taurusness. <laughs> and Jupiter, of course, is a big party. So you know, there's it's like um it's a little in flux, but you could do it. Then you get the six of swords, which is like the opposite of these these other swords cards that you've gotten, right? It's sort of like this is the smart thing to do. This is the rational thing to do, is to, you know, have it this way. Um, I can stand by it, nobody's really gonna be mad at me, or you know, if people are mad at me, I can I can talk my way out of it a little better. And then your final card is the Queen of Swords. So this is the more, you know, she's the she's the upgraded version of the princess, or she's the more mature version of the princess. The princess of swords is just like, fuck you all. I'm doing what I want to do. And the queen of swords is. Is like, oh, I'm not totally doing what I want to do. I'm compromising a little bit. I feel a little compromised, but you know, I'm being an adult about it. So, just take that conventional wedding in your hometown off the table. Do not do that. I really want you guys to run away. <laughs> I mean, the star card is. It's the only major arcana that came up in all of these readings. I mean, I feel like a wedding is a real major arcana moment. So I really think you should follow your true desire and you should do that. If you end up doing a courthouse and a party, it's not terrible. Um, I almost want to say, can you do both? Because frankly, like if you get married in another country, I think you still have to get married in a courthouse in the United States. So maybe you do both. Maybe you go get married, you elope in another country, and then you do your little courthouse in the United States. Um, I hope that that was helpful. I liked that question. Okay, let's see. Wow, there's all kinds of stuff happening in the chat. Um, Listen, I want to tell everybody, uh, especially the new folks, that if you like this show, you can listen to back episodes of them. And they're so fun and interesting. Um, All you have to do is go over to Spotify and look for my podcast, Your Magic. uh, Find that thread. And it's in the feed. Um, It's not a thread. It's a feed. (laughs) It's in the feed are all back episodes of Ask the Tarot. So you can just like binge them which is very fun um so yes thank you thank you thank you for uh coming here and for checking this out let's see who is in the room okay Mimi you are up hello and how can the tarot help you yes yeah, hi how dad. are
2: you oh, oh my god, god, god I can believe I got <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got picked Mimi how can the tarot help you tonight
2: um. Well, there's been a lot of things going on at work, and um, I was saying in the chat, like I feel like I'm a kind of person that picks up people's energies, and since this is just too much, to the point uh. that I'm making a mistake, and after mistakes, especially people that uh, I just sense the energy, they don't like me, and I'm just like, oh boy, Lord help me. But other than that to the side, um, I'm actually applying to nursing school and I'm scared I might get rejected or something will come up. I just don't even of rejection. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Rejection is scary when you like put yourself out there. You know, you want to want to want to be received. Yeah.
2: Or like if there's something out there better for me because I don't know. I just feel like giving up sometimes. <laughs> you know, something.
0: It sounds like, it sounds like, um, I don't know. I went, I went, I had to go to AA cause I'm an alcoholic and it was really mm-hmm. just such an amazing lesson in dealing with other people. And my sponsor would say to me, cause I was so insecure about like what other people thought about me when I, when I started getting sober, probably because I had done so much stupid shit and I knew people had seen it. <laughs> um, so they probably had a reason to judge me, but my sponsor was always like other people, what other people think of you is none of your business and that's it. What other people think of you is none of your business. And that's, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but it's so freeing. I feel like if you're a person um, who really does care what other people think about them, it's such a healing mantra to just repeat, it doesn't make those feelings go away right away. Of course, you know, it's not like Mm -hmm. a magic pill, but it's like a practice, you know, and it's a practice that you can do every day. Like every time you have those feelings where you're concerned about things like that, you're just like, it's actually none of my business what other people think about me, you know? And it's like, you'll find your people, you know, who get you. And Mm -hmm. most people only have a handful of those people. And life is filled with garbage people. But I hope that you get to a place where you <laughs> really love is. yourself so much that you're just like, oh, if that person doesn't like me, there must be something wrong with them. I'm going to stay away from them.
2: <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. That's, That's a God. good way to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> I love you? Okay, let's see what it looks like for you to pursue nursing school. That's what you want some tarot cards on. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, tarot cards on nursing school for you. Um... And let's see. Okay, it looks like it gets off to a bumpy start, and then you jump into it. Okay. And here's what I think looking at this, I think that you might be a little bit of your own worst enemy at the beginning, you know, um, especially Mm -hmm. if you are somebody who experiences anxiety, that anxiety might get the better of you for a minute and make it feel difficult to be there. But let me tell you the cards that came up. The first one is the seven of wands and it's called valor. Um, and it is about, um, it talks about a moment that feels like a struggle you will win it in the mm-hmm. battle that you will win, but it feels, in the moment, it feels exhausting. Almost like what you're talking about right now being like, oh, I just want to give up. It's that kind of energy. It's like, well, you can't give up, obviously, right? Like, what would your cat do? So you've got to keep fighting it <laughs> out. Um, but then the next card that comes after that is the Five of Swords which is called defeat. And it's mental defeat, right? This is a card. Mm-hmm. The problem with this card is that often when the defeat card comes up, something actually does happen. Something happens that doesn't go our way. Um, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. But the reason it turns into the defeat card is we kind of hold on to it. We write a story about it. Um, we we are like, see, I knew it. You know, like we, we kind of build upon it. And then it really lives inside of us and it really takes up residence. And that's the problem with that defeat card. So, you know, whatever this is, you're, you know, if it feels like you're putting so much energy out and you're feeling a little exhausted, if it feels like you're doing that and everything isn't falling quite into place, just try not to write a story about it because your final card Mm -hmm. here is the fool, which is fantastic. The fool is just like, I just see you kind of almost getting over yourself and being like, Fuck this, you know I'm gonna take these chances. I'm gonna do something differently. I'm gonna think differently. I'm gonna jump off this cliff and like just trust that I'm gonna land on my feet and if I scrape my knee, it's not a big deal. This is life like
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you know there is a chance did you say you're trying to get into nursing school?
2: yeah, just uh it's just just even applying is such a pain in the neck. Because every school is different. Like, oh, I want you to send me this. I want you to send me that. Even to one school in particularly, they want me, even though I'm fluent in English. And I mean, of course, the, I'm fluent in Spanish. I was born in Mexico. They're like, we wanted you to have a verification from someone that, like a teacher that says that you do speak Spanish. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but I'm like, okay. Oh my Yeah, God. those little things. I'm like, oh, my That's- God. What else do you guys want from me?
0: <laughs> that is you know, and, and that could be what we're looking at here with this seven of wands and this five of wands that it's just like, oh, uh, exactly like, what is this? Like, you're making it so hard for me. You're making me really fight for this and it's not necessary. But if you do fight, you'll get it. I mean, that fool card is great. I mean, I would say that, you know, if if you just can like persevere through this time, mm-hmm. you feel the freedom. And if for some reason, you know, it's it's saying that you don't get in in spite of your efforts, then you're going to feel like... Okay, great. What's my next move? I mean, you did, say, you did say that, like, is there something else you should do? Is there something else that you are interested in that you'd like me to pick tarot cards on?
2: Um, well, overall, like, what's coming in the next few months? That would be great. Like, an overall,
0: that's, I guess. Okay, a 5 for the next few months. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, let me do that. Let me do that. So we see what this, you know... Looking at nursing school looks like in the next few months. I think you are going to get into this school and you are going to be applying yourself. Um, the first card that you, that comes up here is the change card, two of discs. It's a great card. It's Jupiter and Capricorn. It's a positive change that is actually around career. A lot of times because Capricorn is mm-hmm. a career card. Um, it's, you know, it, it's a little bit like, Oh shit, I'm really doing it. But your next two cards after that is the hermit and the emperor. Like those two cards together are actually quite powerful. Um, You know, the hermit usually goes away. I I often think of the hermit card as a card that like you're going away to lick your wounds or like take space from humanity. But having it there with the emperor, who's such a boss and a leader, I feel like, oh, this is you applying yourself to school. This is you like piecing out from other aspects of your life because you're going to have to really work because you're going to be in school. So I I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be all about school once you get in
2: my mother uh, that was actually my my plan I'm um, like um, right now I'm just saving up money um because I just feel like the place right now that I'm at even though the money is really great I just feel like this is not the place for me and I was planning and my boyfriend my mom mm-hmm. know like once I get into nursing school I just want to focus on nursing school I just don't want to be that nurse that ends up on tv say hey you yeah. give the big wrong dosage of blah 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 to the patient i don't want to
0: end up in jail or anything i really do care for the patient will Not not see that oh my god that will not happen to you mimi but yeah you know it's more about like passing your tests and shit it's a lot it's like my mom went to nursing school it's like it's real mathy you know so you're just going to have to like really focus but you can do it you got the emperor card so you're basically going to be ruling it's going to be super focused Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck to you. And remember, it's none of your business what anyone thinks of you.
2: Thank you so much. I really needed that boost of energy. Thank you. And everyone that's been uh, messaging me back and forth on the chat. I
0: know, right? Everyone loves you. This chat is the best. Everyone here are like the best people. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. It's true. You guys are so great. Oh, it's just like, if anyone ever needs like some hope for humanity, just like come hang out on the ask the tarot live chart chat. It's so incredible. Um, Oh, I want to say something about next week. Okay. So listen, you guys, it's my son's first like parent teacher conference where I get to go into his classroom and meet his teacher. And I've never been able to do that yet because of COVID. So he's in second grade now. He had an entirely online kindergarten. He went for half of, well, yeah, he went for first grade, but n- parents weren't allowed to In the building. So I get to go and like see his little classroom, but it's happening at the same time as Ask the Tarot. So I'm going to do it an hour early next week. Okay. So we're talking about Thursday, September 8th. I'm going to be starting at five o'clock Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern time. Um, So it's just a little bit earlier. It's an hour earlier. And just uh, tell your friends, (laughs) you know, normally we are always here Thursday at six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern. I really try not to change it. That is why, you know, I am talking to you live from the United Kingdom at 2.30 in the morning, but I really want to be there and, 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 you know, be, be that, be that mom. So thanks. Thanks for rolling with that. And again, welcome anyone who showed up late, showed up new. This is Ask the Tarot. You can raise your hand. Hopefully I'll call on you for a tarot reading. Um, you can also send me your questions at my Instagram. It's, uh, at Michelle T's T E A Z. If you're feeling a little shy, feel free to do that. And I'm here every Thursday and I try to get to as many folks as possible. Okay. Oh man, I appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, Okay, so here is another question from the Patreon, and it is, I'd love to have a reading about my relationship. We have been together a few years and love each other a lot, but I worry my partner doesn't want to grow with me. They are chronically underemployed and seem ambivalent about money, about spending time with friends, traveling, and making plans in general. They say they want the same things, but it feels like we keep growing apart as I go out and see friends, travel, and keep growing while he stays at home and doesn't feel like joining. Any advice from the cards? Man, you know, I feel like... You know, I hear these kind of questions, right? Um, so listen, this is a basic, like, should I stay or should I go question, right? Um, that's what that's what I think. Because you can't, you can't change him. Like, he would have to want to make those changes himself, right? Or at least, you know, go to therapy and investigate why he doesn't want to make those changes. But it's also stuff that has to come from him. So the first thing I did is I picked three cards on what does it look like if you just accept him, right? This is who he is. Like, you love him a lot. And also, you're really different in, in in some really crucial ways, but you still love each other. So, the very first card that came up is boom, five of wands, strife, Saturn and Leo. Ugh, this feels like such a Saturn and Leo situation because, you know, the things, the things that our Quarant is talking about you know like uh traveling spending time with friends you know making plans that's all very leo right that's like outgoing let's live life kind of energy and then saturn is like so heavy and it's just kind of killing that vibe so to me it's like okay you know you can um you 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 can accept you you can st- stick around but it's going to bug you it's going to bug the shit out of you it's not going to go away it's not going to necessarily get easier you know you will be coexisting with this this kind of stressful feeling um, that you have, which is a bummer. The next card that came up is the Princess of Wands, which I very much think is you, Quarant. I think you are the Princess of Wands. You put yourself out there. You don't let fears hold you back. You know, you face your fears uh, for the love of life, and that's super beautiful. And then the next card is the Queen of Swords. Oh, so I don't like that I'm, I'm a little i'm a little bummed about that because um the queen of swords is sort of like she historically she's sort of like the queen you know traditionally in the tarot who's had like all the like life sucked out of her she's very heavy and she's a little bit sad um let me see i see that emily just suggested i wonder if the querent's partner is dealing with some mental health stuff i thought the same thing emily i think it's really possible sounds like depression you know not to not to uh you know, analyze or, or diagnose anyone as somebody who is not a therapist at all. But you know, I do, I do have my own mental stuff and, and we, we kind of know what these things look like. Right. So, um, but the thing is, is that he would have to, you know, want to look at that. And I don't think that that's something that Jenny can push. Oh, I just said her name. She didn't say not to, but I try not, I try not to say people's names. So, um, so yeah, she, she would really have to be the one to, to, um, I don't know, just accept that maybe he does have depression and isn't going to take care of it. So it looks it looks hard to stay with him as things are right now, okay? Um, but it does make me wonder, you know, what would it look like? What, let's just see. What would it look like if Jen, if, if our quarant, oh my God, if our quarant has a talk with her partner about his mental health, what does that look like? I'm picking three cards. I mean... It's, it's not useless. The very first card that comes out is the Emperor. So it's like you're really facing things head on. You know, I think that he would maybe, you know, acknowledge that. Uh, maybe he already has acknowledged it. But the next two cards are hard. Queen of Cups. Um, she's very, like, overwhelmed by emotion. She's not seeing things clearly. And then the Four of Cups, the luxury card, which in this moment, I'm thinking of the Rider weight version of the, of the Four of Cups where the person has all of these cups being offered to him. And he's just like, nope. He's like not willing to do the work, which is sort of what our querent is saying right now. So I don't know. And, you know, you, you might want to throw it out there, but, you know, I, I picked three cards, you know, on what does it look like if you leave this relationship in spite of your love for the person, the very first card came up again, princess of wands. And again, I'm like, that is you. Yes, it's, that is you. And so to me, that was like a big, um, a big message from the tarot of like yes like this is about you this is a decision you need to make for yourself and for like you know to bring you the most happiness and get you closest to the best life that you can have the next card that comes up seven of cups it's the debauch card it's it's venus in scorpio and i think that You know, should you leave, you know, you're definitely going to mourn this relationship. Um, You know, the seven of cups is like, we try to, we try to avoid feeling things, you know, by, I don't know, drinking, shopping, stuff like that. So it could be like you trying to avoid the pain of leaving this relationship, maybe by being excessive about your new freedoms. You know, I don't know. It's, it's not uncommon, right? We've all been there. So yeah, it looks hard, but then your final card for leaving is the empress. Oh, I love that we get a we get a major arcana. It's the goddess, right? Um, Super beautiful. Like wants you to live your best life. Wants you to take care of yourself. You know, wants your partner to take care of himself too. But again, like that, he has to rise to that occasion. He has to figure out how to do that. You can certainly lovingly suggest it, but then you know you can't do much more than lovingly suggest and then kind of back off a bit. I hope that that's helpful. Um, If you were wondering if like. You know this w- will stop bothering you. I think it's clear that it won't. Um, if you do end up leaving, yeah, your heart's going to be a little hurt, but it lo- it looks like I would I would say that's the route here. Okay, ha. <sighs> okay, all right. Um, oh man, we do we do all deserve ha- our happy endings, says Rachel in the chat. Even if we have to give them to ourselves, we often do have to give them to ourselves, right? That's what I think. That's what seems to be the case. Okay, let me see. Okay. Oh, Rachel, you have your hand up. How is it going, Rachel?
1: Hello. Hi, how's it going? It is going swell. How are you?
0: I'm good. How can the tarot help you tonight?
1: Um. Okay, so it was my birthday yesterday, and honestly, <gasps> um, <laughs> it, I feel I do feel, feel reborn in a, in a weird way. And I'm just, um, I know I have a lot of choices in my life and I'm just kind of looking for a general reading on, on what to expect, uh, with making those choices, um, in like the near future. Okay.
0: All right. So it sounds like you're going to be, Oh, first of all, Rachel, happy birthday, even though I hear the heaviness in your voice and I can tell that it's maybe not the happiest birthday, but I'm glad you're alive on the planet. And I hope that you had some good times, some good, good times on your birthday. You're welcome. So you basically, you're, you're basically about to make some hard choices and you want to see how it's going to pan out. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me, I'm going to pick some cards for the overall vibe. I mean, you know, multiple choices means multiple, multiple vibes, but overall, let's see what this looks like for you. Oh my God, Rachel, it looks really good. Um, definitely major. I mean, the very first card that comes up is the Aeon. Um, You know, the Aeon in the Toth deck is a riff on the Judgment card. So when the Judgment card comes up, it's definitely like, oh, a new era is upon you. It's kind of a big moment. And it's really a great time for reflection. It's a really great time, like, as you're making these big choices to just be like, is there anything you need to apologize for? Is there any, you know, is your part of the street clean? Is there things you want to do differently moving forward? Um, what do you want to take with you? What are you really proud of? You know, what do you want to enhance and build upon? But it's like a really big turning point um, and kind of a destiny card. And in the Toth version of it, the Aeon, it's like a new, a, a new era is happening. And in the illustration, in the background, there's sort of this old Pharaoh and he's on the outs. And then you know, kind of in the front is this very transparent sort of little, little baby God and he's going to be the new ruler, but he's just a baby. So, you know, it's kind of baked into this card that it's okay if you don't know everything moving forward. You're going to grow into it. You're going to like grow into this next phase of your life. You just need to go in with as like much honesty and sort of purity of heart as you can muster. So that's the first card. So that's like really good. Then the second card, two of swords, peace, moon in Libra. Ah, I mean, that's what you want to see at the end of having to make a bunch of choices. You want peace of mind, right? You don't want to be haunted. You don't want to be tormented. You don't want to second guess yourself. And it looks like you won't do any of those things. These are really good choices you're going to make. And it's going to let you like relax a little bit. I say emotionally, because it is a moon card. Um, It's moon and Libra. So there's like a balance happening. Then your final card is the princess of cups. And I love the princess of cups. I feel like, you know, the suit of cups is all about our emotions. So, you know, when they're, when they're hard, it's because we're, we have no control over our emotions. They're getting the best of us. We don't have any clarity. She's the opposite of that. She has total clarity about her emotions. She can articulate her emotions. She can see them for what they are. She doesn't let them overpower her. This just looks so good for you, these three cards.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, your readings always bring so much peace and grounding to myself, and I know everybody else who listens Aww, to
0: this. I'm so glad. I mean, sometimes we, we get hard cards, but, you know, it, you, we should never feel doomed by a tarot reading, right? There's always a way through, and we just have to accept that life is really freaking hard sometimes, and I, we all know that. That's not a surprise, Right. But it looks like, you know, the the hard part, I guess, is having to make those choices. But once you walk through that gate, you're going to feel so relieved.
1: <sighs> okay. Awesome.
0: Okay. You're welcome. Have a good night and happy birthday. You
1: too. Thank you.
0: I just think everyone should celebrate their birthday for at least a week, don't you? I mean, I just think that's, that's what we got to do in 2022. Week-long birthdays, at least. Okay, you guys, I have the final... Um, Okay, I have the final card here um, from the Patreon. It's it's um it's long, and uh, I'm gonna read most of it. Um, but I do want to say that there's I just want to give a little bit of a trigger warning that there's a little bit of talk of like childhood abuse, right? And so if if that's just rough for folks to hear about, I get it. Um, you can like you know peace out for a minute if you'd like. Uh, you can mute. Um, but you know I, I wanna do know. When people write about that stuff, I feel like they want it to be witnessed. And so if you can bear witness, bear witness. If it's too sensitive for you, I get it. You don't have to. Okay. So here we go. Okay. Happy, Vir- happy Virgo season. Uh, corny cringe warning. My entire life, I've always wanted to see my name in lights. Retired theater high school kid turned to the dark side and went to college and got a degree in psychology. I conformed. I did all of the responsible adult stuff like buy a house, work a million jobs while in school, then get a career in the field of autism. All in my 20s. Whoa. I love what I do, but I'm ready to explore the dreams I left behind at 18. I'm turning 31, and for two years now, the idea of writing a book has become an itch I can't hold back from scratching anymore. I want to take this leap, but I am scared. I don't know how to. Um, I've, done, I've not done this, but the Virgo in me will figure that out. Ha ha. There are three topics I want to write a book about, but I don't know which one to do. Maybe, maybe I do all, but where do I start? May I have a reading on the three topics? It would be the best birthday gift I could receive to start me on this journey. So I got to tell you guys, oh, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so happy to read for you. I can see that your our querent is now in the comments. So I really want to say, um, okay, I'm just going to start. Okay. When I pulled the cards, um, I, w- I didn't I see now, and I'm gonna read about what all of these projects are because they're so interesting. Um, but when I was picking the cards, I hadn't I hadn't seen that part. I was just going like, okay, topic one, topic two, topic three, and it's so super interesting because i see it says here topic two would be a memoir and when i pick the cards for topic two i was like i fucking bet topic two is a memoir topic two has memoir vibes and it is and i just am telling you that because tarot is real and it even shocks me sometimes okay uh topic one i call blank space a psychological thriller inspired by my own life events from when i was stalked by a patient from the mental hospital for the criminally insane i used to work at when he got out Omg, gee very sorry that happened to you Perfect example of horrible life experience, great topic for a book. Okay. Topic two would be a memoir. My biological mother wanted an abortion but was forced to have me. My biological father is black slash Cuban. My biological mother is white. My biological mother within the first two weeks of my life neglected me, gave me concussions, broke both my legs and well basically tried to kill me. I was saved by my Nana since I was only given two hours to live and flown to shock trauma or in shock trauma. The state found out about it. So I was taken away and my Nana was given custody of me. So glad that you had that Nana. And I can't imagine how strong and freaking amazing you are that you survived such a hideous introduction to life on earth. I'm so sorry. And I'm just like loving little baby you right now. So hard. Okay. Uh, Nana was too old to take care of me. So she gave me to my amazing parents who adopted me. They are white. Entire family is white. They are amazing, but they're not perfect. Long story short, they are Republicans, voted for Trump. My entire family is internally racist. I grew, ve- I, I grew very, 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 very confused whitewashed it was not a secret that being black was bad even in front of my face my parents tried to hide things from me to spare me but it really only confused me i was raised catholic and had to go to a catholic school for nine years of my life church twice a week taught by nuns without teaching degrees right oh my god they don't have fucking teaching degrees thank you for saying that it's since been shut down. It's no longer a school, just a church. I never connected with it. Let's just say I now actively practice witchcraft and I have never felt closer to God in my life nor been happier in my life. Just a general tone of why I think I can write a good memoir about important topics that need to be brought into light from the perspective that a lot of people maybe don't think about. Whew. holy macaroni. Yes, oh my God, what the hell? Um, you're You're very generous to your family by saying they are amazing, but they're not perfect. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm not going to say that they're monsters because it's okay for you to say that your family is a monster, but it's not necessarily okay for other people to say that your family are monsters, but oh my God, I don't like them and I'm very mad at them for you. Okay. Very, very, very mad at them and just mad at white supremacy and the way that it manifests and affects Everybody, man, and especially little kids like you. That's just really, really rotten. And I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry that you didn't grow up in a house that just celebrated the fuck out of your blackness. Okay. Topic three is tarot collab. I'm trusting people to not steal my idea here because I never heard of it before. But I really want to write a book with the tarot where I create a spread to create the characters. Then each chapter has a spread. And how I interpret them is how the story will play out. In the back, I'll have an index for each tarot spread that inspired each thing. That one inspires me the most and gets me the most excited if I'm being honest, LOL. I'm sorry this is so long, but thank you for reading. Oh my God, I'm so happy that you're here in the chat, in the room while I'm reading this. Um, Okay, all right, so let me see. Where did I pull for you? Okay, so topic one, blank space. Um, This looks good. I gotta tell you, like, actually... You know, I think every, all three of them look good. Just like you know, like you said, you know, um, you know, maybe I should do all three of them. Yeah, I, I do think you should do all three of them, and I think it's just maybe a, a question of like when, right? So the first one, you got the Aeon, and I just went through the Aeon, right? How it, it's about, you know, a new era of your life, like walking into a new era, you know, knowing that you're leaving things behind, knowing that you're building on things. It's beautiful for a new project. It's like yes. Um, And then you get the nine of discs, which is called gain, right? I love this. It's like, you know, it it kind of does suggest that you would make some money on this book. You know, I never, as a writer who, you know, making money is hard on a book, but it happens also, you know, it looks like you might be able to make some money on it. Um, You'll definitely gain in resources and um, in ability and craft. It it looks really good. And then your final one is the Ace of Cups. It's going to feel so wonderful, not only to start this project, but to complete. It at some point like I just like all of this. It's it looks very like you know this this desire that you have to do this. It's going to feel so satiated and and you know like you're 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 giving you have the craving to write the book. You're satiating the craving. It's beautiful. Um. So topic two, the memoir, right? Okay. So you first get the four of cups, which is called luxury in this. And so there's something very, there's an interesting quality about the four of cups. It's very self-contained. So it's really pretty. Uh, The picture is very beautiful. There's these beautiful golden cups being filled with beautiful water and flowers, but the, the water it's just flowing into the other cups. It doesn't overflow. So this is really interesting. I often think when this comes up that it's about, you know, um, feelings that stay in your own self, right? And so there's something interesting about that. It's also Moon and Cancer. So I was just getting a family, a personal vibe from this card, that there's something very personal inside of yourself that, you know, you're a little maybe afraid to rock the boat with. Um, There's, you know, choppy water on the Four of Cups. So it is saying everything looks really nice, but the water's choppy, things could get knocked around. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, with the memoir, things do get knocked around. Your next card is another moon card. It's the nine of wands. It's called strength though. So it's like moon and Sagittarius. So it's like, okay, that moon and cancer might be a little scared. It might be a little bit like, I want to share, I want kind of the love and the, visi- the I want to be seen, you know, the way that we get seen when we share ourselves, but I'm also scared. I have my little shell on, the, the moon in Sagittarius is like going for it. It's like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, moon and cancer. You know, we're going to be seen and I'm going to take care of you. It's really beautiful. But here's the thing, Querent. Your final card is the universe, okay? It's absolutely your destiny to tell this story, okay? I feel like you have helped people already just from me reading the synopsis on this, on this little tarot room. I feel like people are moved and... Feel seen already from you sharing. I saw somebody else just share in the chat that they were transracially adopted, and you know, th- there you go. I mean, white when <laughs> white people, all white people think they're not racist. They just do. None of them think they're racist. They think that racism is something else that's outside of them. And of course, all white people have racism and have blind spots and have white privilege and benefit from white supremacy. And like, if you're not looking at that, honestly, you're, you're going to make some really serious mistakes. And if you've got children of color, that's really scary. The stakes are really high. I think you should write this book. It looks very powerful. Um, the universe there is saying, yes, 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 yes. So listen though, your final book here, the the tar- the, tar- the tarot book, I always said the tower book and that's because the the first card that came up is the tower. Um, whoa, that's pretty intense, right? It also though, fortune, the wheel of fortune card. And then the five of swords, which is defeat. This is what I think looking at this. I think that this project is a lot more complicated than you even understand, if that makes sense. I mean, you explained it. And you also, you know, express that, like, this is the one you're most excited about, but it feels very complicated. And so, you know, I think that don't start with it because you don't want to start with something that's so complicated that you might end up feeling discouraged. You want to start with something that you can really fly with. I think you should start with blank space. OK, and just the Aon card start this new era of you taking your writing seriously, prioritizing your writing, dedicating yourself to it. It's all good cards and you'll really get a grip on the craft and like figure out like, who are you as a writer, right? Like what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are you got to watch out for? Um, and then you can move on to your memoir. You'll already have a book under your belt by the time you walk up to this very personal, um, personal project that is definitely your destiny. And then I think that um, after that, You know, I think that maybe you'll really want a break from writing about your life and stuff, and it might be really fun to write this tarot book. And even if you have to kind of build it up and then tear it down a couple times, a la the Tower, maybe it will feel like a fun puzzle. Um, I see that somebody, um, Sarah B, just said, uh, you know, work on the research for it after you've launched the other two. That is a really, really great idea. That's something you can always kind of be sketching. Um, So I'm so happy that this is such a great read for you. Um, and I'm so happy you're ready to get started on your writing. I can see, and you're in the chat that you're saying, you know, you felt ready. You tried out the outline and you're crying. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. You're awesome. Um, you guys, it's three o'clock in the morning here. And so, um, I think that, oh, there's such an incredibly cool conversation going on about interracial adoption and white people adopting kids of color. I want it to continue. Please know that we have a discord. Go over to discord and search, uh, your magic and you guys can keep these conversations and this like support going as much as you want, because I have to end this, this room because it's now three o'clock in the morning in the UK, um. I love you guys. This was so wonderful. Thank you so much for trusting me with your questions and your issues. Um, It's really an honor to pull cards for you. You're welcome, Emily. Happy birthday, Virgos. Remember, next Thursday, it's at 5 o'clock. Listen to back episodes over on Spotify. And good night. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.